Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. I'm joined by an incredible special guest today, the Chief Brand Accelerator himself, Bernd Ullman. Bernd is often referred to as the man behind the brand. He is the world's leading expert in celebrity brand development and monetization. He has contributed to the launches of brands for clients like Jennifer Lopez, yes, J-Lo, Adam Levine, Nicki Minaj. He's worked with Google International and Damon John, Fat Fashions and Russell Simmons. He's worked with Tommy Hilfiger. His Rolodex is literally over $6 billion in sales and more. Um, he's the CEO of Celebrity Lifestyle Brands that helps celebrities and influencers launch products and apparel brands in the digital marketplace. We're going to talk about that and how you can apply those principles to your business. Bert, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Seth, and thank you, and uh, thank you to your audience. Uh, I'm very excited to be a guest here on Sharkapreneur. So thank you, uh, Seth, and I'm looking forward to having a great chat today. Awesome. So I've got to ask a question on behalf of my wife and probably a lot of the female listeners. What was it like spending two days in Jennifer Lopez's closet? <laughs> so so that's a great question. And, uh, you know, that sounds a lot more severe, I would say, than it actually was because uh, Jennifer Lopez's uh, closet is the size of most people's homes, and it's fully catered. So, quite frankly, it was uh, pretty comfortable. Having, having said that, I would like to explain what I was doing there. And in essence, what we were doing was really trying to identify and understand uh, Jennifer Lopez's brand DNA. And when you say brand DNA, brand DNA is really the essence of what makes a brand unique. It's, you know, what essential attributes the brand has. So we spent uh, two days locked in Jennifer's closet. It was really an exercise to understand that DNA. What was it? So we looked at all the special pieces that Jennifer preferred to wear, and we talked about why. So when you're designing any type of brand, you have to, of course, put the concept of what does it stand for. In the context of clothing, for instance, so why wasn't it all, say, black 
site setting. Well, uh, while that might be ideal for someone else, Jennifer's personal brand, her brand DNA, is not about that. She's a little more sophisticated. So that's kind of what took us uh, into uh, her closet space. And I can tell you specifically, just very quickly, uh, so this is becoming already a long answer to a simple question. So DNA, when we look at it, we typically, you know, it's DNA, right, three letters. We like to look at D for the sign, and then we look at N for name. What, what is the name of this product? For instance, you mentioned earlier in the intro, you said Lopez and you said JLo, interchangeable. You're exactly right. When she originally burst on the scene, she was JLo. Uh, she was from the block. But at this point, we developed a collection. For instance, one of the considerations was uh, she was a little more mature, a little more sophisticated. She was a mom now. She was a judge on American Idol. So the name became her full name, Jennifer Lopez. The last piece, the A in DNA, assets and assets is kind of all, everything goes around the product. So that would be the teaching and how you present it to the public. That is absolutely incredible, and obviously you've got such an incredible background in terms of the folks whose brands you've helped launch or take an already successful brand and launch into the stratosphere. How can people, how can entrepreneurs accelerate their brand and their business through licensing? Well, licensing is, uh, you know, one of my favorites. So I think before we just go into the specifics of licensing, I think there are two other kind of criteria that need to be checked. So I don't think one can just automatically start to license, unfortunately. I think you have two things before you get to uh, to do that. So number one, you have to have a brand. The brand is very simple. A brand is a name, a design symbol, something, anything that distinguishes your product rivals in the eyes of the consumers. The brand, because you've seen me actually, I think, give this example, uh, plain white T-shirt. So, Hanes is a brand to buy, I think, an, a three-pack and 50 cents. And then, you know, I show uh, a plain white T-shirt from Colnautica, and it was 1950. And then the Polo Ralph Lauren T-shirt was somewhere between 38.50 and 55. And then when you go up to the business, you can pay up to $148 and buy T-shirt. Why? Why are people willing? And they're all brands, by the way, just hints is a brand. Uh, but why are people willing to, to kind of spend that extra money? It has something to do with how that brand makes them. And that feeling is coming from what we call equity. So brand equity of your brand in the mind of the consumer. So as I said, it's a function of feel. And, and so, so again, in order to go into life, you have to have a brand and you have to have built brand because otherwise you can't really engage. Once you have that, once you have a brand and you have brand equity, licensing is phenomenal because it is a very low uh, vehicle to expand your business. So I'm a firm believer in, in always tapping into best-in-class so if you are good at thing, it is not necessarily that you are going to be the best all other aspects. Take one example. I wore a brand called Fast Farm once upon a time. 
and it, it was an apparel brand, hence, uh, you know, fashion. And, and I would say the company did a job at creating the young men's fashion. There was a women's component, uh, baby fat, but already that's still kind of the core competency. It started out with young men's brand just because you can make great young men's fashion doesn't mean that you can make great women's fashion. So the baby fat brand became licensed. Okay, so now you have some T-shirts and some sweats. But once you had that, couldn't you also have the farm shoe and the baby fat shoe? Why couldn't you have fat farm bags, fat handbags, and so on? So licensing allowed us to tap into best-in-class options. There was a best-in-class footwear company, best-in-class handbag company. There was a best-in-class eyewear company, headwear company, watch company, and so on and so forth. So you as the original and licensor, you as original uh, founder of the have these other ends out there putting their own money, investing in building your brand. And in the consumer, your brand just be a lot bigger and more important. Um, and, and it works very simple since that once you are uh, have this brand equity and you can sign deals, all these best operators, they pay you a fee for the right to, to use your brand. So it's called a royalty. So you kind of sit back with all those royalty checks and in essence, what you do is to build up to feed the overall brand equity and, and release your licensees and make sure that they stay in line and there is consistency uh, between the products. So, yeah, licensing is that I am uh, very enthusiastic about it. very large businesses using licensing. Absolutely. So, for our entrepreneurs who maybe are listening, who maybe aren't celebrities, how can they use some of the principles of how you create wealth through brand equity to kind of apply to, let's say, their local business where they're trying to become, for lack of a better term, a mini-celebrity in their local community? Well, I think there are many different ways you can do that. You know, uh, I, I think it's in today's day and age, you know, the the whole market becomes so much flatter, if you like, different access than it than it does. It used to be that if you wanted to get a product to market, you really had to do one of the large national retailers. And if you couldn't penetrate, if one of the retailers didn't pick up your brand, you couldn't reach, reach the consumer. And that has, of course, completely changed uh, with the onslaught of e-commerce direct to consumer. And the power has shifted away from big retailers to us, the consumers, giving it back anytime soon. So that means social media is a very low-cost and easy impact, high-impact media uh, to access and communicate uh, consumers and fans. But I think when you're building a brand, and let's stop just for one step uh, and take one step backwards, because you're talking about building wealth, talking about branding, and I'm, as I said, very much in favor of both. The main thing being that if you don't have a brand, build the brand equity, uh, to say that you, 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 in essence, find yourself in a very troubled situation, you have nothing unique versus your product or your service, lest you compete only on one, namely price. 
And, and if you're forced to just compete on price, you're in a very troubling situation because always someone out there that needs to work on a lower price or lower margin than you. So I often say that yourself in a death spiral race to the bottom. Uh, and, and who wants to be in a death spiral to the bottom, right? So this is why breadth and equity is so important. And then once you have, once you start kind of building that up in your, yeah, I would say one of the first steps I would utilize uh, is, is testimonials. Go out, engage with your customer, and, and you know, maybe it seems a little weird, but at this point, it's not. And get testimonials. People say, I used Roy's service. I think Roy is fantastic. The more you do of that, you are kind of uh, credibility and authenticity. Uh, much better telling the world how great you are. Testimonials are great. But at the end of the day, if you're going to build, uh, and particularly true brand building, you have to have trust. I think trust is the cornerstone of all great And as I said, rather than you tell how great you are, the feedback from others that your product or services are very powerful. That is great advice. We know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you coming on the show and sharing some of your wisdom. For our folks who want to learn about the seven steps to creating wealth or brand equity and how your principles can be applied to a non-celebrity business, we will send them all to burntolman.com. Burnt, again, thank you so much for your valuable time. We greatly appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, Seth. It was a true pleasure. I would love to come again. And I look forward to kind of catching and your uh, your shark information out there as you keep on building what I think is a tremendous franchise. So congratulations, Seth. Thank great you very friend. much. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Obviously, that means a lot coming from you. Thanks, everybody, for talk to you next time on Sharkpreneur. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.